All right. Hello. Welcome back, everybody. Hello. Welcome to episode four. Today we're going to talk about No Ruse. Yeah, today our discussion is going to be on No Ruse, um, Persian New Year, and I'm going to be yeah explaining it a bit, I think, and also talking about kind of the importance of cultural ritual and also, you know, whether we feel within that group or outside, questions of authenticity, whether or not we can access sacred or cultural rituals, and also what it means to have, I think, a partner from outside of your cultural community trying to, you know, become a part of that community. And, you know, the questions around being in an interracial relationship and what it means to celebrate cultural experiences together. Yeah. Yeah, we're excited for this episode. And I'm just excited for the spring energy that's all around. And Yeah, so spring is almost upon us. Um, so Nowruz, for those who don't know, is what well, literally translates to new day. Um, and basically, it is the new year. And it's celebrated on the exact second of the spring equinox. So the exact moment that the spring season begins. And um, yeah, it's celebrated in many countries, in many communities all over uh, the globe. I know that, you know, my family, we're Iranian, we've been celebrating my whole life, but also I know lots of people celebrate Afghanistan, Azerbaijan, you know, Turkmenistan, but also even as far as China or India, I know there's lots of different communities that celebrate Nowruz. So it's a pretty, pretty major holiday and I know it's celebrated by millions and millions of people all around the globe. And um, yeah, it's just a really beautiful new year. And I think, you know, the reason it's timed as such is because spring just symbolizes so much rebirth, renewal of energy, a new start. You know, again, no ruse means new day. So it's just such a beautiful, you know, metaphor for life and starting again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And for everyone who loves astrology out there, um, it's oh, yeah. aligned with the astrological new year as well. Yeah. Um, so Aries season. I'm an Aries. Did yeah. you know that? Because it's the name of the podcast. Um, <laughs> wow. So you got some Leo going on. <laughs> no, I got some Aries during Aries season going on. Oh. I'm so excited. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I think, you know, just to kind of share for folks what No Ruse is, it's just, you know, it's a time of pure pure joy and happiness you know I think the way that I've I've learned it growing up as a young kid was everyone's just a little bit more excited everyone's feeling a little better the sun is staying up longer in the sky the breeze is starting to get warmer the plants are starting to grow the leaves are coming back you know the the snow is melting if you live somewhere where the snow falls and it's just a beautiful time watching the seasons really transition and shift into warmth and more greenery yeah, and I mean, when I learned about it, I just felt like it made a lot of sense. Um, not just because I'm an Aries and I like being a diva, but also because, you know, like when the seasons change, there's a new energy coming in. Um, and so to have a new year be when spring is coming, it just feels very aligned with our own body's like clock, basically. That makes sense. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> your new year there. You're, you're January 1st. That's right in the dead of winter. Yeah, that's a whatever. <laughs> anyway, yeah. So, yeah, I think No Ruse, you know, to help folks understand is, is a time of all this spring renewal energy, right? And a lot of warmth, excitement, anticipation for the coming, you know, 
season, right? Of I'm thinking of, of gardening, of literal crops, right? Spring blossoms mean that then next will come fruit, right? And mm. sprouts and seedlings mean that soon there will be vegetables, right? So it's a very exciting time with a lot of, you know, just a lot of that energy packed in. Yeah. yeah. So tell us, what are your favorite parts? My favorite parts. So, you know, I think this has got to be actually one of my favorite parts of Nowruz is the Charsham Misuri celebration, which is actually the last, so the last Tuesday night of the year, which would actually be, what is the date? Today? I think it's the 15th. Yeah, so March 15th of 2022, which is the yeah. last Tuesday night before Nowruz. Nowruz is on the 20th this year. Um, yeah, and I think it's really cool because, again, Char Shambasuri, it literally translates to Red Wednesday or, or Scarlet Wednesday. And so basically the eve of the last Wednesday, Tuesday night of the year, we put out a bunch of little fires in our yards and we jump over them, <laughs> which is really cool. And I've been doing it my whole life. Um, and kind of the idea there, why it's called Red Wednesday is because of the, the fire, right? And um, the idea is, um, you know, to kind of cleanse out the closing of winter season. And when we jump over the fires, we actually recite a particular mantra, which um, we recite directly to the fire as we jump over the flames. And um, we say, which loosely translates to, you know, Again, you're speaking directly to the flame and you say, I give all of my yellowness, my sickness, my fever, all my illness to the fire. And as you jump over again, you ask for the fire to give you its strength, its redness, its vigor. And um, yeah, it's just beautiful, right? So you're, you're purging kind of your illness and you're requesting the strength and the warmth from the flames. And I think it's a really cool, yeah, it's just it's a really beautiful ritual. I think it's just a lovely way to close out winter and honor what winter has been and also say, you know, we're moving into to spring. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. I mean, winter is a beautiful season that has a purpose of <laughs> resting and, you know, reflecting more internally and, you know, it's a different energy, but I am always so excited to move into spring. And I think that most people feel that way, honestly. So the fact that there's this celebration that is accompanied by that mantra um, when you're jumping over the fire. Yeah. Um, I think it's just a really beautiful way to honor it. And I've been so grateful to get to participate in that with you yeah i was gonna say you want to you want to talk about the first charge you ever experienced yes i never <laughs> forgot it um so those of you who don't know uh shandies and i were actually friends in college before we were dating um that's a we'll, we'll tell our yeah <laughs> our love story another time another episode but um you took me i think it was freshman year Probably, yeah. Yeah, um, to Charshambasuri in Berkeley, there was a big event in the town um, on the street that's so fun and festive, like music and food and fire yes. for everyone to communally jump over. And yes. I mean, yeah, I never forgot that. That was yeah. really cool that you brought me and that I got to do that. And then when we started dating, I was like ready for it you yeah. know <laughs> i'd already experienced it yeah i was just getting her prepared you know? I was just <laughs> getting her warmed up for like this my culture bitch yeah so 
yeah, I also, you know, for anyone who knows anything about me, I'm obsessed with fire. And so any any form of, especially a cultural ritual that, you know, requires the use of fire and, you know, the, you know, like practicing of emotional release and, and you know, entanglement with the natural world in that way is just so beautiful to me. So it's just, it's got to be one of my favorite parts for sure. Yeah. Yeah. What are your other favorite parts? Well, I forgot. To yeah, you didn't like explain the rest of it, right? The, yeah, <laughs> the Sonoruz, like I said, is the moment of the spring equinox. So it's it changes time every year based on whenever the stars and the sun and the moon does its thing. But um, yeah, so for instance, this year it'll be at about eight thirty in the morning. We're going to be in Los Angeles, so that would be Pacific time. But um, yeah, like last year, it was was that last year? Yeah, it was like. 2 a.m. I don't even know. 2:30. Like, yeah, I think it was 2:30, and we were all just we were all trying to stay up, delirious, like you know, falling asleep. <laughs> There's a picture I actually saw it the other day because it came up as like a memory or yeah. something. There's a picture of me like so grumpy on the couch <laughs> that you took of me like probably right before trying to muster up energy to celebrate. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, the time changes, you know, and so what I like about Noruz is that. Because of that, um, the entire globe celebrates Nowruz at the exact same moment, which is really beautiful. So instead of you know seeing, you know the ball drop in New York City, for instance, before you all on the West Coast, it's not like that. Or you know, watching the fireworks um, in Australia or something, it's pretty much because of the way it's set up, everyone's doing it together, which I think is really cool to feel in that collective energy and to know that everyone is jumping and kissing and screaming and hugging at that exact moment is really lovely. Um, and yeah, I think. Uh, uh, I'd say kind of the central iconic thing that we really have for No Ruse is called the Half Seen Table, which basically Half Seen literally translates to seven S's and we put seven items, they're specific items, um, that each, you know, they each represent um, something that is the renewal of spring energy. And we, we kind of set out this table spread in our homes and there's things on there like um, sprouts, you know, garlic, apples, somal, samanu, there's lots of different things. I'm not gonna go through each of them, but just rest assured they each kind of have a symbolic meaning for kind of the victory or the success of lightness over the darkness of winter. And that's what all those items represent. And yeah, we have, you know, one going right now in our home. We have our, our little sabzi sprouts that have grown up and, you know, um, the mirror, or on all those little things set up there and it's just a really beautiful spread and I think it's just a nice thing to have in the home to you know kind of celebrate the way that spring is coming I think as a young kid I always remember my mom you know dusting out the old you know Persian tapestry and putting it down underneath and bringing out the senjid from some corner of the <laughs> cupboards from years ago and you know just putting together the half scene and putting the Quran out and and you know it's a beautiful beautiful indication to me that spring is coming you know as soon as I see my mother set up the half scene so it's just you know as soon as that starts happening you know that it's it's party time party time yeah 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 what about you do you have any favorite no ruse well you know I love Chasha Masudi probably because also it was the first thing I ever experienced right. um you know as your friend and so it stuck in my mind plus like jumping over fire is just kind of yeah I was cool. like you know when I was in grade school the kids would be like you're doing what tonight and be like we're jumping over fire <laughs> and we were just like seen as these super cool like little like superheroes right that would just do this wild thing with fire at night and um 
every year, I remember without fail, the American kids, their jaws would drop and they would just stare at us, like, <laughs> you know? And um, I just, I, I really like that, I think. It was really mm-hmm. cool to, like, literally have something that was, that was you know, that different from, mm-hmm. obviously, nothing I'd seen in American culture, which requires you to jump over fire. But, um, yeah, I think as I'm getting older, I really, I just also, I love the the cultural ritual of it, right? And also just like knowing that it's, it's you know, no ruse and these accompanying celebrations have been going on for thousands of years. And, you know, I think it's just also really beautiful to feel a part of that, that history, right? To yeah. see myself doing some of the rituals and taking part of some of the rituals that I know people have been doing for so long. And yeah, it's just, it's really cool. Yeah. yeah. I think for me as like a white person, a Cepheid, like coming into the, celebrations and the holidays um I just feel always very like honored by the way that your family um brings me into those celebrations and has me participate as one of the family members and I think that's something that you know when we started dating like that was so important that I learn your culture that I understand the holidays because they're part of you and I love you, and so I love them. And, you know, um, to then over the years get to really build that practice and participate in these ways, that's my favorite part. It's just being in community with these people in your family and greater Los Angeles sometimes, yeah. um, or greater like yeah. Berkeley area as well. Yeah, yeah, I, I like that. Because I was thinking about, you know, what it means to... You know, be in a relationship with someone who's from an entirely different culture, an entirely different set of rituals and practices, right? And like what it means for you to, um, you know, see us doing these things and then to not come from a place of thinking I'm better than these people or what the fuck are these people doing or why are they so weird, right? And to actually be coming from a place of oh, I genuinely love my partner. I genuinely love this individual who comes from this set of practices. And so therefore, I want to learn those practices and, and not just, you know, not just go to an event and eat food quietly in the corner and like leave, but I actually want to like blend in this culture. I want to walk in and I want to listen to their stories and I want to hear why they do these rituals and I want to understand the history behind them, even though my uncle's going to tell you for the 400th time. <laughs> Because that's what he does, right? And I think it's, you know, it's it's beautiful to see, you know, how you've actually come into my family with that, you know, that approach. I think that's been really different, to, you know, come from that place of love, of genuine curiosity, that openness to really want to learn and to know my culture, right? And that, I think, has made all the difference. Yeah, I mean, I think this was, you know, something that didn't just, like, happen. Like, we had a lot of intentional conversations about it at the beginning of our relationship because it was like like being in an interracial relationship isn't just a piece of cake like there's <laughs> there's a lot of work that needs to happen and a lot of conversations like how are we a lot <laughs> yeah like for years we had these conversations um for years that's not an exaggeration yeah we, yeah and we still years. do but they're more supplemental on top of like foundational right. conversations yeah um and it was like, how do we basically want to build a family between us? Mm-hmm. And like, what are the values that, that, that we have as our family? Right. And like, what are the cultural practices of our family? Right. Seeing as we have two different cultures coming into the mix. Right. So. Yeah. 
I think that's really important because as you're talking, I'm thinking, okay, you know, if I'm building a partnership with this person and I intend for this partnership to last, so I'm setting it up with that mindset, you know, like I, I think is so funny that for me, even as a friend to you, I was like, even as I was establishing right. a friendship with you, I was like, I'm going to celebrate this thing. This is Charshan Masuri. We're going to jump over fire. Mm -hmm. If you're going to be my friend, <laughs> this is how it's going to go. <laughs> and I think that's, I guess, you know, I, I think it's a conversation I've had to have with myself, right? Like, what rituals are important to me? Like, mm -hmm. what practices do I want to be a part of? And, you know, how will I continue to hold these rituals in my own life? And, you know, I think what it's important to have that conversation with yourself and realize, even when I'm away from my family or I'm mm -hmm. not in my home or what have you, right? Like, what am I going to continue to do to honor my ancestors right. and my culture. And I think, yeah, like clearly I brought you into these rituals even before we were dating, right? Yeah, that's actually really interesting to think about. Just yeah. like you did that with a lot of your friends, like not just me. I guess right. you didn't only know that yeah. <laughs> I was the one from the start. You know, you would have... <laughs> <laughs> that's a story. You would have... Um... <laughs> I can't wait to tell our love oh, story. Oh, boy. Um, no ruse. But oh. you would have... <laughs> You would have like other friends, you know, come over to your family's house and eat food and Persian food, Persian food, right? Right. right. And not just any old food. <laughs> yes. Shout out to Persian my, my khale for being that chef for cooking. Oh, so good. Yes. Such a good chef. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I think what's so clear is like your culture, your traditions are so important to you, and they are such a part of you that literally for me to love you means to love all of you which includes all of that not just like to love part of you and so for us building this relationship meant yeah. you know integrating that into our lives as together yeah. right yeah i think and as you're talking you're talking about loving me and i think loving it's actually an, it's a question of learning how to love, I think is what it really is, right? Mm. And like how to come from love, how to actually come from an open heart and, you know, in a very, very practical way, right? And to, how do I actually open my heart enough to love the person that I'm with so that I can appreciate all the different parts of their life that I never knew anything about, right? right. Or that I may not understand, right? Like yeah. imagine we have this... <laughs> white bitch from Nebraska who's like now in love and married to an Iranian who's like we're gonna jump over fire on a Tuesday night because I said so right <laughs> like that's what we're talking about and so like it's you know I think it's, it's a testament to how powerful you know you love me mm -hmm. right and like how how you know I just think how that's able to shape our relationship yeah. so so yeah intensely you know like it wouldn't it it wouldn't last. This wouldn't right. work, right? If you were not able to love me like that. Right? right. And I think then it also, the other piece of it is like, that could just be me and you and that could be it. But also what we've had the experience of is your family mm. really loving me into their family as well. And celebrating things with me, sharing their stories with me. I mean, you know, your mom got me a Persian cookbook one year, which is Kind L of funny because I actually don't ever use it because Shandy's is just like a better cook than me, Persian food or not Persian food. It was sweet. It was very sweet. Was That's very why I brought sweet. it up. But I'm just like, I've sort of like not fully taken that part on. But, um, you know, like it's been important to them as well that I, yeah, that I celebrate Nowruz with you, that I, 
you know, know anything about yeah, your culture. Like, they, you like, they teach the me foods. stuff all the time. Right, you learn. They the, teach me right. language all the time. Um, they teach you how Persians invented everything in the history of mankind. They, they sure <laughs> do. They sure do. Yeah, that's a joke, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, it's just that, I mean, when I think about the foundation of, like, love as learning how to love, I think that's also been part of this is just such a mutual experience mm. um, or, like, really communal because it's, like, mutual between us and then communal with all of your family to create this other family. Yeah. Yeah, and I think, I don't want to speak for them, but I will because they're not here. <laughs> um, I think it's been really important for my family to see my partner come from that place of openness, right? That they never felt that you were walking in with your nose up or that you were arrogant or that you thought you were better, right? And that they saw you come in with the intention to learn, right? With the idea that we're different and I have a lot to learn from you and vice versa. And I think that that's, really beautiful and I think that has made them so much more readily able to open their arms and their hearts and their homes mm -hmm. to you right because I can imagine you know wouldn't be so great if <laughs> you know you know it didn't go like that <laughs> you know the way that I think it really happened what Amruz Piaz Khordam so yeah <laughs> to explain I that like, yeah. I was please do I feel like it was I still do feel like it's really important for me to learn Farsi, um, to speak to Shandis' family, and just to know, you know, a language that is part of you. Um, I am not very fluent uh, sometimes. But I did, for some reason, teach her that line, which... Well, I was learning, like, a compilation of words. Like, you were teaching me lots of things, and I had a list of, like, um, food words. Yeah. And one of them was piaz, which is onion. And for some reason... <laughs> um, <laughs> I was trying to put together a sentence for like the first time where it was like I could actually say a full complete sentence and the sentence that I oh, chose yeah, you're killing me in suspense you for some reason is today I ate onion yes um, which is a really weird thing to say in many ways but it's also not because you eat we do you, you do eat onion on the table um, but yeah. Yeah. I said that to your family and that uh, got Seemed a lot of laughter <laughs> Warn some hearts. Yeah, right. So that's a really good example. I think, yeah, just by learning a couple phrases and like, you know, you speak, you know, I would call it yeah. elementary well, I also, Farsi. I also know how to say the proper like thank right. yous and things yeah. like she that. She knows which how to say some things. And I think that really goes a long way. I think because in terms of my community, it's, it's just they're ecstatic when anyone puts any effort into learning anything about us. You know, I think for Iranians, you know, so much of our experience has been you know being drastically misunderstood especially in the united mm. states and i just think it's so refreshing and yeah just touching when we actually see people who don't approach us with fear don't approach us with assumptions that we're you know whatever all those terrible things that they assume that we are right and that you know that you actually spend time to learn language and to really studied enough to be able to use it conversationally in, in you know, those environments. I, I know, I know how much that, that warms their hearts and I know that's really important. Mm. Yeah. 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 Well, they teach me so much. Yeah. That warms my heart. Yeah. I was going to ask like, what has it been like for you to see these no ruse rituals, to join them, to be a part of them? You know, what have you learned and what do you value or cherish from being a part of, of no ruse? Um, <laughs> Ali's, Ali's crying so just let the record show <laughs> starting to tear up because it's an honor it is such an honor 
to be included in such important and intimate like holidays. Like Noruz is important. It's the most important holiday yeah. of the year. Yeah. And to be included in that and as like an outsider is and like lovingly included in that as an outsider is just such an honor. Like they didn't have to do that, you know? Um mm-hmm. and I think Yeah. For me that's what's so beautiful and it's and it's also like a part of your culture that that's the case anyway. Um and so I guess I love that part. <laughs> yeah. Um yeah. and really to get to see how people spend time together and want to spend this time together and visit each other and um yeah I mean it's just I I don't really have honestly that much to say other than the fact that I view it as just an honor to be welcomed in so um joyfully to such important things yeah that's beautiful that's a privilege that's so beautiful oh I'm going to make every single one of my relatives listen to this they, one. <laughs> I'm sure they will already. Yeah, they're my biggest fans. Yeah, that's lovely. Yeah, and I think, you know, to share from my experience of watching them receive you and bring you into the space, it's been, it's been, yeah, I think it's been really, really life-changing. It's been really validating, you know, because I think for, you know, someone like me, you know, there's a lot of reasons why I would hesitate maybe to take part in cultural rituals, right? Like being queer, being trans, um, you know, and, you know, I can imagine for others as well being mixed or, you know, feeling far away from being Iranian, feeling not Iranian enough or not feeling able to, um, you know, tap into these cultural rituals, right? I think there's lots of hesitation. Am I doing this right? Is this the right way to do it? Is this the wrong way to do it? Right. And I think, you know, for me, um, no. <laughs> I think the the first step has been knowing that I have a right to inherit these rituals as I choose. And I think, you know, that's been really, really important to me. Um, like I said, because, you know, there's a million reasons why someone would be like, oh, like, you know, you're different because of your transness, right? And so you're not allowed to be a part of this, right? And And I think I've always... I've always known my cultural rituals to be mine and something that can't yeah. be taken away from me. I've always had that sense of... I don't know, kind of like ancestral like, autonomy that I'm like, yeah. no, like you, you don't get to take anything from me. I decide what I have and I know what I have. And I think that's what's been really empowering is to know and study my own rituals and my own, you know, kind of history enough to where I'm like, no, no one, you don't own this, right? You're not more authentic than me. That's not like a thing that I concern myself with. And I think, you know, to bring you as a, as a you know, white American partner into those rituals, you know, as a queer partner, as, as a trans partner, it's, 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 it's a lot to ask <laughs> of, you know? Like, at some point, you're like, wait, what? And I'm like, yeah, like, we're out here, we're making it happen, we're still celebrating Charsham, we're still celebrating No Ruse, we're still celebrating Seas Davida, right? Which I have to explain, because I haven't yet, but... Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I think it's, yeah, it's just been really, um, really empowering to know I have a right to my own rituals, and instead of asking myself, am I doing this right or wrong? I think the questions that I've started asking myself are, do I feel connected, right? Can I visualize myself connecting to an ancestral source, right? Do I see myself in a larger community as I take part in these practices, which are historic and transhistoric? They've been going on for, like I said, thousands of years. They've been going uh, on for not only thousands of years, but across various parts of the globe. So very, very expansive rituals, right? And so the last thing... 
I hope people feel is, is like unable to, right? Like not Iranian enough, right? So I hope that you, you know, are able to, to really do something to, you know, commemorate what No Ruse is, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I just, I've seen how committed you are forever. And I mean, like we just identified with your friends that you were like, if you're going to be friends with me, like this is you need to is. have eaten Persian food before, basically. Um, and, yeah. you know, you've always been so committed to Our learning foods. how to cook your meals, yeah. um, maintaining Our, yeah. your Farsi. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just thinking about all the newspapers that we have from Iran that you like won't let them crinkle at all. So there's always this whole thing when we move that <laughs> the papers have to be straight. Yep. Because you um, want to read them and brush up on your Farsi or reading Farsi, things like that. Um, and that we have, no matter where we are, we're always celebrating these holidays. Oh, yeah. Like, even if we're not with your family for one of them or, I mean, however life happens. Like, you've always been committed to make sure that, I mean, because these rituals are, it's more than just your family. It's yours. Right. And it's, yeah. it's like, I guess I feel like you can't take that away from me, right? I'm yeah. thinking of that Ella Fitzgerald song, right? Like, they can't take that away from take me. Take that away from me. Yeah. No one needs to hear me sing. Yeah. But I could sing. <laughs> <laughs> right? Like, what does it mean to know that your culture is yours, right? And, like, you know, like I said, there's millions of reasons why when we're coming into queerness or transness or whatever form of deviant identity that is seen as outside the social or cultural group that people are going to, you know, say you don't have right to this, right? And I think for me it's been really just so comforting to know that you know what you can't take that away from me right like you can call me what you want you can maybe not invite me to those spaces i don't give a shit i'm still gonna light my fire and i'm still gonna jump over it and i'm still gonna you know give it my yellow and my sickness and draw strength from it and and cleanse and do these rituals because they mean more to me right and mm -hmm. and i think you know that's what's more beautiful than that right? yeah yeah did you want to mention yeah i did so we have Charshamasuri, which I mentioned, is the, the Red Wednesday, right? So the last Tuesday night, which we do the fire thing. Um, and then we have the Noruz, right? Which is the exact second of the spring equinox. And that's, um, you know, kind of like the second the ball drops, right? We call it Sal Tahvir. That's when everyone gathers around that table, the half scene, and, you know, cough, cough. Elders give youngsters money. <laughs> That's that's how we celebrate, just cash money, crisp banknotes. Um, and I was like, shit, I'm getting older. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I'm going to have to start giving money to kids. But yeah, um, anyway. And then for the next 13 days after that moment, um, we celebrate No Ruse, which is customarily done by, you know, A.D. Dani, which you basically just visit your family. And it's tradition for younger folks to migrate and visit older folks. Um, and yeah, you just visit knock on doors, have a cup of tea, say hi, catch up. I think it's a really beautiful holiday because basically for those 13 days, the entire point is to see people you haven't seen for the year. And I think it's just, it's just how nice, right? Like you actually get to be like, you know, this is what's going on in my life. I think once we get older, years just fly by and it's really cool to have an intentional moment to come back to people who you've known, who've probably taken part in raising you and to actually, you know, spend time together and um yeah just catch up and so that's what we do for 13 days and then on the 13th day it's called Sizdavadai which is literally go outside on the 13th or something like that right that's kind of the rough translation and 
that's what we do. <laughs> we go outside on the 13th day of the new year. I think the idea is that by that point, spring will have kind of fully sprung and basically Persians, um, and I'm sure lots of other, you know, communities as well. But the idea is you, you know, take the hardiest picnic known to man outside. And Persians know how to picnic. Yeah, you, you take pots of rice and foods and, you know, you know, oh my God, everything, everything under the sun. We take sweets, we take tea, we take... Yeah. All sorts of breads. We take games, balls, toys. We we just have a blast. And, you know, if you live in L.A., you know what I'm talking about because that's the day when every single park is oversaturated with Persians <laughs> because that's what we do. And, um, yeah, I think, you know, it's just – it's a really beautiful holiday because Sizdavadar is kind of like the closure of, like, having two weeks off. And the point is you go to the park or you go outside – and you really get to honor the natural world. I think it's a really cool holiday in that, you know, it kind of nudges or it invites people to be outside, right? I think that's the entire mm. kind of ethos of the holiday is to actually be in, yeah, like commune with nature. Like what, how yeah. cool is that? And like joyously. Right. And like, you know, to the idea is to also sit by a river, right? There's a whole other ritual. I can't obviously go through everything or else let's say for the rest of my life. But like... <laughs> You know, to be by a body of water, particularly one that's moving, right? And and that's that's a really, you know, just like a special, what a beautiful way to spend a Sunday, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I I mean, I wanted to ask if you had any memories of Sizdabadar. Well, there was one time we went with your Amme in the park. Oh, yeah. Um we went with your admit, but by the end of the day, I feel like there was a lot more people there. Oh, yeah. Um, like, her friends one and our friends. One does not go with and... one relative, yes. Yeah. Um, our group from three became 30 very fast. Yeah, but, you know, <laughs> we brought backgammon, and we played, and... Um, music. There was music. Yeah. Lots of dancing, which is... If you want to know my favorite part, it's probably <laughs> dancing. Yeah. Um, and the music. Good stuff. Persian pop. Check yeah. it out. Um... And, yeah, just, like, eating and, like, yeah. saying, like, I don't know, like, there was old ladies that were, like, your family's friends that I didn't know, and they just could <laughs> give you a cookie or, like, give you some food, and then you walk over and somebody else, whatever, I don't know, it's just, like, really fun, and it's everyone's just like excited. Huge, yeah, like a family fest in the park. Yeah. Yeah, it's lovely. And it was, it was really lovely, and it's so nice to just, of course, like, spend a whole day outside in spring, right. like, that's what all anyone could ask for, and then yeah. not to mention with all the most delicious food and games and people that you love around. Like, yeah. what more could you ask for? Yeah. And it's just like an old man in the corner smoking a hookah and a bunch <laughs> of little kids kicking around a soccer ball. And, you know, it's just, yeah, yeah it's, it's just, it feels very familiar. And I think it's, 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 yeah, it's just very comforting to have these celebrations, you know, and, and, you know, to just see so many familiar faces. And even if, you know, I literally don't know them as relatives, to just see people that look like me in this mm. big community in the middle of a park in LA, I think it's, it's yeah, it just feels very, very homey, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. And it's a really fun time of year. I like that it's not just one day, too. Like, it. Oh, no. It's a whole it's vibe a, yeah, for a couple it's weeks. Pretty much like a, it's pretty much like a month, right? Yeah. Of like no ruse. And so, you know, I'm very excited. Celebrate Charge Yamasuri tonight um, to get it going, to really close up winter and mm-hmm. to actually, you know, invite in the spring season, the warm air, the sunshine. And yeah, any final thoughts on No Ruse? 
I'm ready. Yeah. That's about it. Yeah. So I think uh, I'll, I'll close with this. I hope, you know, whoever you are, where you come from, whatever your walk of life you're coming from, I hope that you do something to honor the coming of the spring season, mm -hmm. right? Whether it's spending an extra moment with some spring blossoms, right? Or whether you've decided to plant some vegetables and get your seedlings going, you know, whatever it is, I hope you, yeah, just take some time to embrace the seasonal shift, right? And move fully into spring with some new energy. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. All right. I'm wishing everyone a happy no ruse, happy Charshan Basuri, and we will see you next time. Don't know when it'll be, but we will do it. Yeah. Yeah. It maybe. might be a while because we're seeing our family for a couple weeks. <laughs> there might be a special guest. Yeah, maybe. Whoa, whoa. Woo. Suspense. Yeah, but anyway, don't hold your breath for the next one because <laughs> we're going to be no ruse celebrating for a couple weeks, but we, yes. will, we will hopefully make it happen. Yeah. All, All right. right.